0: When it comes to going back to school, there's more to worry about than just homework. It also happens to involve food, like snacks and lunches and meal prep. Who helps, who does what, and how do you get your kids involved? So here we have Kristen Schmoke, parenting coach, with some tiny nuggets that will hopefully make your life and house more happy and harmonious. Hi friends, if you've ever felt challenged as a parent, pushed beyond your sanity, which I'm just gonna say that my sanity is gone and it's gone on an hourly basis, Kristen Schmoke, Certified Parenting Coach has you covered. Imagine a world where parenting can be easier, your questions are answered, and harmony in your home is commonplace. That's where parenting with heart comes in. So Kristen, how are you today? I'm
1: good. How are you doing, Monica? Oh, I'm good.
0: Just living the life. And I'm Monica, one of two Monicas in a microphone, here to introduce the latest episode of Parenting with Heart. Kristen has her master's in elementary education, is a certified parenting coach, and a mom of four. So basically, I think she has all of our answers in a one-stop shop for nuggets of information to make your journey as a parent easier.
1: What are we talking about today, Kristen? Back to school. Oh, no, wait. That was last week. Did you start school already? I mean, the teacher started but the students have not so my brain's all back to school right now
0: (laughs) we talked about back to school anxiety and issues and just the change that comes with going back to school this week we're talking about something a little bit different which is snacking and meals you have kids from all
1: age groups. I do. Well, they're not so little anymore, but yes, they were little once not too long ago, but I feel like it happened so quickly.
0: No. So here's my question. Lunches, who packs them? Do they eat it? And I really did just put a lock on my pantry door so I could avoid my kids just raiding it.
1: <laughs> when my oldest were little, mm-hmm. uh, my old, my I kind of have like two groups of kids, right? So I have two boys, and then I have a four-year gap, and then I have a girl and a boy. When my oldest two started school, I packed their lunches, I was super intentional about the things I put in there, and almost always they came back home uneaten. Right? And I was just like throwing out all this food, I have no idea what they were actually eating because they didn't eat the food I packed for them. As they grew, I got a little wiser right okay and i started having my children pack their lunches you know there's obviously like a training period right where we talked about what that looked like and we decided if we were going to make them the night before or in the morning they had to make sure they had a protein a vegetable and a fruit okay and that was the minimum requirement there, there could only be like one treat, you know, like maybe they found like a, a cookie or sure. you know, around Halloween time. I feel like there were candy bars, but they could only have one treat because I have been a teacher with those kids that come. to school.
0: <laughs> I have a, a story for you. <laughs> I want to hear it. Logan started a new school in April. When he started, they sent a note home saying, we want healthy lunches. And I do healthy lunches. My parents were also in town at the time. And my mom had all these little like goodie bags packed. The one goodie bag had six jelly beans. That's it. And I got a note returned to me saying that they wanted healthy lunches. I'm like- Six jelly beans? Wow. (laughs) It was six jelly beans.
1: Straight to lunch, school lunch jail for you.
0: Basically, I never sent him with another little goodie bag from my mom <laughs> the rest of the week.
1: That's hilarious. I understand a treat for most parts. I also understand teachers in schools going, hey, we really don't want the candy in the lunches. And yeah. and you do see kids that have the chocolate milk and the, the candy bar and the, you know, the, the fruit snacks. And you're yeah. like, You recognize that that's all just sugar Mm -hmm. and you will see them right after lunch, totally have a sugar crash. Well, first they'll have the sugar high out at recess and they'll have the the crash right soon after lunch. And you see that even though it might be fun for their lunches. That Um, makes total sense. I started having my, my youngest to make their own lunches in first grade. Now. Not independently. A little bit of guidance. Yes. We started off with some guidance and then as they developed their own skills, I let them do it independently. They just had to come show me. I needed a visual and they were ready to go. Well, a lot more often the lunch boxes came back empty. Whether they were throwing it out or eating it, I don't know. But it was a lot more than what I had previously.
0: That's awesome.
1: And I made sure that I had, you know, like some peppers cut up and I had some baby mm-hmm. carrots and I had like the little mini cucumbers for them to choose from. So they had an option. What I learned is my kids would say, we don't like the red peppers in our lunches. And I was like, well, why is that? They're like, well, they get slimy. A lot of
0: schools don't have a refrigerator. I mean, there's yeah, no place cold. I put a, an ice pack in my kids' lunchbox, but I'm not really sure that does justice to the
1: mozzarella cheese shreds that I send with them sometimes. I'm sure they're probably still uh, room temperature. Yep. And a little bit squishy yep. by the time yeah. they they get to school or even strawberries. They're like we don't pack strawberries. They get all mushed in the bag mm-hmm. and then they're just like strawberry mush. Like okay, good point. Thanks for letting me know that. That's when they they started making their own. Some of my kids really like sandwiches and some just prefer a salami and cheese roll up with, you know, on a tortilla or just salami and cheese rolled up in a bag. I didn't Love really it. care. I left it open ended for them. But they had to have the three main components, which was a protein, a fruit, and a vegetable. I love it. I think that makes a lot of sense.
0: And I'm going to start incorporating my kids into lunch prep this fall.
1: I mean, don't go like hardcore and just say, hey you're making your own lunch. I'm out. (laughs) No, there is a learning curve. There is a learning curve. And I I know you wouldn't do this, Monica, but I want to make sure that I'm very clear with that, that I'm not suggesting you just like throw your children to the lunch wall, but give them a learning curve on how to pack their lunch. And what bags do you use? And Mm -hmm. do you use reusable containers in your house? Maybe you have a bento box to make it simple. And they know what, maybe they have to fill so many compartments. My kids are big eaters. So they always have been. I like that. For sure, by middle school, your child should be able to pack their own lunch. And in high school, obviously, they're capable of packing their own lunch. Mm-hmm. Day. I mean, I think back to my teen days and when my pack my lunch every day consisted of a yogurt, a bagel, and one of those little Debbie's Swiss cake rolls. And I now we know Debbies. that that's junk, junk, junk. But it was amazing. And I had every day for lunch in high school. Well, and I think as a parent, the reality is if you want don't want your kids to pack it for their lunch, don't have it in the house. It just makes that argument a lot harder. They have to either if they're yeah. teens, they either have to drive to the store to get it, or they just don't take it, they find something else. Teens are definitely more of the grab and go. So for really little, I used to have like a snack shelf, where I had a basket with grab and go snacks. And that might be really helpful for teens as well. If that's something that works for your family. I'm really fortunate this year, my kids are all going to be attending a school where hot lunch is included at their school for free. I'm like doing a, a dance over here. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, I don't blame you. I mean, last year, I didn't realize that Sienna had lunch, for free until three months in. And then at that point, I was like, okay, I'm out. But here's the thing.
1: She won't eat it. When
0: I would ask her what she ordered for lunch, she'd say, okay, I had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Okay, that's fine. And then she'd have a popsicle. And then she'd have ice cream. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, what?
1: <laughs> Right. There that's I'm I like, have why is that, that even an option at the school?
0: I never figured it out. I just came to peace with it.
1: It comes to be having to monitor more things. I have noticed at the new school that they have pizza available every day and it's actually a really good pizza. And they do have a cookie bar slash dessert every day. With everything there's give and take, right? Yes. So maybe you beef up the vegetables at a dinner where you know you're all eating together. I think that, that makes total sense. It's happening. And you can also have conversations with your kids about like, is it a good idea to just have desserts? I mean, yes, three desserts sounds really amazing for lunch. (laughs) But, you know, I think it's really important to talk to them about how does that work in your body? And is that giving you the power your body needs? Um, I always talk to kids about, you know, you go to the gas station to put gas in your car to make it run. We put food in our body to make it run. If we put the wrong food in, our body doesn't run the same way as if we put the right food in and the right food is always going to be proteins, vegetables and fruits, right? It's okay to have a little bit of the other stuff as long as we don't only have the other stuff.
0: I would laugh when Sienna would tell me because she's not she's my zero calorie food person, right? Yeah. So like the fact that she loves vegetables, and then would go to school and have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and ice cream. I'm like, fine, you've got your
1: calories. Fine. feels like a win actually for her yeah
0: I'm like hey you come home and you just want to eat tomatoes with a little bit of salt on them and cucumbers and I'm like I- I'm not gonna stress this I don't understand how the school sorts it out
1: <laughs> I feel like the kids are a little more adventurous when they see what their friends are eating yes they'll come home and say hey can you buy this my friend so-and-so had this and that looked really good or they let me try it or I know most schools don't let people share but <music>
0: So let's talk briefly about busy days and families with older kids. My kids can't fend for themselves. I want to think that they can, but oh my God, it's a disaster. So what can middles and teens do on busy days to make mealtime less chaotic when you have sports activities,
1: projects, and things. I always like to invite them into the kitchen to be a sous chef, so to help expedite the process of dinner, right? So maybe Mm -hmm. they put together the salad, or maybe they put together the side dish, something that's simple. Because when you're getting those those middle and teenage children into your kitchen, you're creating community and connection and traditions and memories with them. And oftentimes they open up to you in ways that they're not going to open up to you when you're you're looking at them eye to eye. They actually feel more comfortable having conversations with you side to side. It's a lot less intimidating, it's a lot less vulnerable, but they will bare their soul to you while cutting up carrots, peeling carrots. And that offers that opportunity to slow down and have that connection. Now, if you're really busy, I would just recommend Instapot, Crock-Pot dinners are kind mm-hmm. of the way to go to have them done ahead of time. Or start teaching your team to make the rice. I mean, that's it's a simple additional piece. that doesn't take very much effort, or if you're choosing to have pasta, Boil the water for the pasta to kind of help out in yeah car. and even you know at our house we have a trick with the rice we, we put olive oil and garlic oh. garlic in with the rice and Yum. the kids notice when they don't have it they're like what do you put in it and so you're kind of also teaching them some of your family tricks right? Your family, uh, the things that make the food what it is at your house. And you're doing it in bits and pieces and small moments. And I think those are going to be some of the moments that they take on with with them to college or these are life skills that we're teaching our children in just the simple moments of the day. Plus, they have a sense of pride. They're like, yeah, because they did it. How's everybody everybody liking the rice Yeah. I'll totally say that at the dinner table. Everybody thank me. I made the rice. Oh, <laughs> that's so sweet. I always like to engage my kids by saying, hey, my kids love Pinterest. I'm like, look up on Pinterest and, you know, we're going to have this as our main course for dinner. Yeah. What could you help me with as a side dish? And I mean, my kids all have their own Pinterest boards on my account because they're the meals that they like to make or they want to help make or maybe that's it's the so main awesome. dish and I'm the sous chef. And I started this with my kids when they were little. So don't say like, oh, my kids are too little Mm -hmm. i will say with the little ones you have to be patient and if you are in a hurry probably not the time to do it with them you're more you should probably look to a saturday or sunday to do that when you have more time yeah but your middles and your teens can absolutely help (laughs) not hindrances not slow you down And I mean, they're they're probably going to make a little bit of a mess. Right. And, and my kids are always like, oh yeah, yeah, remember I wanted to try, I wanted to try this. I, I love was,
0: Pinterest. It Paul loves Pinterest. It is a thousand recipes that I still have yet to get to. <laughs> right, of course, of course. I think all of these suggestions are really, really helpful for everyone who's getting back to school because it's a big change in dynamic, you know, you don't have all day, every day.
1: Oh, I don't want to be here all day. I have one more hack for you, Monica, yes. that we didn't talk about beforehand. In my kitchen, I took a picture frame mm-hmm. and I put some colored paper in behind it and I take a dry erase marker and I have menu written on it and I've got Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and I plan out the weekly menu, right? And it's a dry okay. erase marker because then I can change it if I yeah, need
0: to. of course. You're like, no, I don't feel like eating that today. Exactly.
1: Or I don't have time to make that today. Yeah. But I, have this, I bought the stuff for it. It's in the fridge. Yep. Especially if you have teenagers who might be home while you're out shuttling other kids around you can text them or call them and be like hey we're having spaghetti for dinner it's all the things we're having for dinner up on this you know this picture frame hanging in the kitchen yeah Go ahead and get it started. Can you brown the meat? Or we're having tacos. Can you cut up the tomatoes and the onions for me? Whatever that looks like, Mm -hmm. there are just little pieces that they could help you with. Plus also, and this is a huge one for me, and I don't know if it's because I have a majority of males in my house. (laughs) But they ask nonstop, what's for dinner, what's for dinner, what's for dinner. And now- I think that's a male thing. <laughs> they just go and look, and they don't have to ask me, and I don't have to waste energy. And it's on- one less question to answer. It's it's actually about 15 less questions. <laughs> so I recommend to everybody, or at least a dry erase board with a marker, right out the menu.
0: I think that's an easy hack. Listening to Parenting with Heart featuring Kristen Schmoke, Parent Coach. You can find her on Instagram at Kristen schmoke underscore parent coach. You can also find her at two monicaspodcast.com with a link in our website. We hope that you've enjoyed these little nuggets to help your house become more happy and harmonious. New episodes of Parenting with Heart can be found every other Thursday. You can follow us on Apple Podcasts. If you like this episode, please leave us a five-star rating and share it with a friend who you think it can help as well. Music today provided by Frank Schroeder. Happy tutorial, courtesy of filmmusic.io. And comic plotting by Kevin McLeod at filmmusic.io.